0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at buffalorumlinks.com and the host of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I want to encourage you to send in your questions for future episodes heading into Buffalo Bills Training Camp by giving us a phone call at 716-508-0405, 716 508 0405. You can tweet us at Rumblings Q&A. That's what the word and spelled out on Twitter. You can email us, Buffalo Rumblings at sbnation.com to get a hold of us. Facebook and Instagram to the official Buffalo Rumblings accounts will get to me as well in the DMs. Lots of ways to get your questions in for our future episodes. Also, next week is going to be our Ask Me Anything episode. Get those questions in as soon as you can. I'll be recording that a little bit later this current week, if you're listening to it, the week it was released on uh, July 13th. I'm going to be recording later this week uh, because we'll be out of town on vacation next week. And so I'll record that and then pop it into your feeds on Tuesday while I'm out of town. So get those questions in as soon as you can, uh, by any of the various means that I have already explained, and I will answer your questions for our Ask Me Anything episode. I'm also going to throw up a post at buffalorumblings.com after I record this episode uh, to capture some more Ask Me Anything questions. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, I wanted to make sure you saw over at buffalorumblings.com that we're continuing our 90 players in 90 days series, uh, where we're Profiling every single player on the Bills roster. We also just finished our two weeks of the top 10 Buffalo Bills salary cap hits in 2020 and the top 10 or bottom 10 salary cap hits of 2020. We finished our Plays of the Year series where we looked at the best play or the most representative play from every single game the Bills played and then whittled it down to the play that best represents the 2020 season. Jeff Kantrowski is breaking down some of the tape from 2020 in anticipation of 2021 to make some predictions about what's going to happen with the Buffalo Bills. And we also have started our training camp roster preview series um, we do the state of the Bills roster twice a year, once when we enter the offseason and once when we're leaving the offseason to kind of show you how everything's progressed over the course of the offseason to get you ready for training camp. And so that's started up as well. And you can check out all of that over at BuffaloRumblings.com. And right on the homepage there uh, is our uh, training camp uh, story stream, which means it's all of our articles from or relating to 2021 Bills Training Camp, you can check all that stuff out over at rumlings.com Today, we're going to be talking about uh, an opinion piece that Mike Florio put out on Pro Football Talk yesterday that I kind of got into it with uh, a bunch of folks on Twitter and on the website uh, about. So uh, let me just start by recapping where we are with that. For starters, Mike Florio uh, over at Pro Football Talk has you know, made a living being provocative, uh, say, having opinions, but also aggregating content from other places. And so he'll take opinions or bits of information from everywhere and kind of put it into one centralized location. That's what he was good at um, in building his brand. And so he's never developed his own Twitter account whenever you see an opinion on uh, ProFootballTalk.com or on the Pro Football Talk Twitter feed, it's Mike Florio directly responding to people. He doesn't have a separate account. Like, we at Buffalo Rumblings, we have the Buffalo Rumblings account, and then we also I also have my own personal account. I, I keep them separate. But over at Pro Football Talk, they're the same. So when uh, PFT tweets out that the Bills will be playing with fire if they wait until 2022 to extend Josh Allen's contract... That's Mike Florio sharing his opinion, but it's also a really clickable, you know, headline. I mean, Twitter line, whatever you want to call it. It's not the headline of the article, but it's the Twitter line. And then when you click through over to ProFootballTalk.com, the headline is, The Bills Shouldn't Wait to Extend Josh Allen, which is slightly different than what he wrote on Twitter, but... In the article later, he says the Bills are playing with fire, not extending Josh Allen this offseason. And if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, uh, you'll know that I disagree with that. So I popped that over on Twitter and disagreed with it. And then when people started disagreeing with me or agreeing with me, um, I figured I would write an article about it. So let's just go through what he said. He's essentially breaks down that, like, you can see what happens when teams don't wait and then extend players too early with Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. But if you have a player that you know is the guy, you should extend them, quote, A-S-A-F-P. So, I mean, he obviously has those dueling things. Like, I mean, you know he's the guy. You don't know he's the guy. Like, when do you really know? But, I mean, I think we're pretty comfortable with Josh Allen in this. Uh, He also goes into the Dak Prescott um, situation and how they kind of drew that out and um, the risk of not paying a guy and then seeing what happens a a little bit later with with leverage. Um, And then he turns his attention to Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen is, you know, the quote, no-brainer performance as a passer, runner, and play extender. Uh, So he thinks that the Bills should be giving him a contract extension or running up to him and giving him a contract extension right now. He makes some assumptions about why the Bills aren't extending him now. Um, Seeing Josh Allen's connection with the city of Buffalo and the fans in Buffalo, they assume that Allen will agree to a structure and compensation level that helps the player and the team. And like I said, he is making some assumptions there. I don't know if that's necessarily the reason why, and I'll get into that a little bit in the second half of our podcast today. I don't think it's the reason why. I don't think they're like, oh, Josh Allen loves the city of Buffalo, so we'll wait and give him a contract later. I don't think that's the, the thought process. Um, but then he says the bills are playing with fire. If Allen has an MVP season, the price goes up next year, way up. And Alan would have every right as he moves a year closer, free agency to say to the bills, you had your chance to do the right thing. You knew what could happen if you didn't. That's absolutely ridiculous. Again, I'll get to, to that a little bit longer. Uh, Florio says the fifth-year option makes it harder for Allen to get to the point of maximum leverage. Without an extension, the Bills could franchise tag him in 2023 and again in 2024. Uh, So they still have four more years of control over Josh Allen if they really, really want it. Um, But it remains unlikely that Allen would take that approach. That's surely part of the strategic conclusion the Bills have reached after spending years with him. But if they take advantage of his good nature and not offer him a contract before the 2021 season, that could change come 2022. Presumably, he means Josh Allen's good nature could change come 2022. And if it it does, the Bills will only have themselves to blame. I'll link to this in the show notes. You can go read it for yourself. But that's kind of a summary of where we're at. Uh, Mike Florio thinks the Bills should extend Josh Allen this offseason. And they're stupid not to, or they're playing with fire not to. And so my response was, I don't think that the Bills are playing with fire by not extending Josh Allen. And when we get back from this quick break, I'll explain why. So my response to all of that stuff from Mike Florio on Twitter was just simply to say that I fundamentally disagree with the sentiment that if Allen has an MVP season, his price is going to go way up. Um, He's already in line to sign a top deal on the market because he had an MVP caliber season last year. Um, How much more can it go up was the question that I asked, Uh, you know, a couple million dollars a year. Do you think he's going to be $10 million a year ahead of, Everybody else, because I don't. I don't think you're going to see Dak Prescott sign for $40 million a year, and then Josh Allen's the next quarterback that signs for $50 million a year. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, When I talk about quarterback contracts, I'm excluding the Patrick Mahomes deal. Um, Nobody else signs 10 year deals. I'm on record on this podcast and everywhere else saying that the Patrick Mahomes deal is one of the worst in sports for a pro athlete. Uh, The guy, Dak Prescott made more money the day he signed his contract than Patrick Mahomes is going to make in the first three years of his contract. It's an absolutely stupid deal that I... I mean, honestly, like I've said before, I hope for Josh Allen's sake he doesn't sign that contract with the Bills because it's just that bad. Um, especially Josh Allen, who doesn't know who his offensive coordinator is going to be next year, or the year after that, or the year after that, or the year after that. It doesn't make any sense for him to sign a ten-year deal in Buffalo. Um, at least with Patrick Mahomes, he knows Andy Reid is going to be his play caller for you know the foreseeable future, and um, you know Andy Reid could retire by the end of that contract but, but likely won't unless he has health problems. So like at least Mahomes you know, locking himself into 10 years with the Chiefs is you know, understandable. Whereas for the Bills, it's not because they have a defensive head coach and so he doesn't know who's going to be running the offense or calling his plays for the foreseeable future. So that's kind of just a little tangent on the Mahomes deal. Um, and even Mahomes is signed for $45 million a year. So I don't think that you're going to see Josh Allen go up to $50 million a year, which would be what I would consider something like, you know, way more. You know, when Deshaun Watson signed his deal and then Dak Prescott signed his deal, whatever it was, six months later, it only went up $1 million per year. So it went from uh, $39 million per year for Watson to $40 million per year for Prescott. Prescott got a lot of guaranteed money, um, way more than, than Watson did. So maybe that's how you can see the offset, but you don't see quarterback contracts going up by, you know, 5 million dollars over the previous high contract. It's just not happening. And so for me, looking at it from the outside, I just really disagree that it's going to be way more if Allen has an MVP season this year. It might be, you know, a few million dollars a year more. Um, especially if you see Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield sign contracts. But for the same reasons I'm going to lay out here, I don't think that the Browns or Ravens really have the incentive to extend Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson right now either. Another person who weighed in, was Albert Breer, who's you know a national guy. Uh, I think he was he used to write for Pro Football Talk with Florio. So uh, he immediately quote-tweeted Florio's tweet and said that teams generally make their hard decisions on quarterbacks after year three. Four of the twelve quarterbacks drafted uh, in the first round from 2013 to 2017 were given what he called market-shifting extensions, which is what Josh Allen's going to sign. And all four of them came after year three. But there's a big distinction between those quarterbacks and the Bills, Browns, Ravens, whoever you want to lump that in with right now. The fifth-year option is guaranteed as part of the new collective bargaining agreement, but that didn't happen until 2020. And so all of those quarterbacks were entering the final year of their rookie deal. They were entering the final guaranteed year of their contract. Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, they're all entering their second to last guaranteed year because they have their fourth year which, of their rookie contract, which is guaranteed. And now their fifth year is also guaranteed. So there's still two years between them and even the franchise tag or free agency. So there's no there's no leverage. There's no you know, deadline. There's deadlines for action, as Andrew Brandt always says, the um, you know, the former Packers general manager and uh and longtime business of sports reporter you know deadline spur action and the bills and josh allen both sides don't have a deadline anymore it's a year out it's two years from now okay so they don't have a hard deadline of a year from now when they have to like josh allen would be like well they could pull my fifth year option if they wanted to next year i need to take this lower amount of money right now to make sure i can lock that in Josh Allen doesn't have to do that because he already knows that that fifth-year option is guaranteed for him. And it's a pretty sizable amount of money. I think it's around $20 million. So it's already guaranteed. We don't have to worry about that. So the deadline is pushed back. So that's why Albert Breer's information, while helpful and accurate, doesn't exactly apply to Allen or Jackson or Mayfield. Because their fifth-year option is already guaranteed. The other big reason not to give Josh Allen a contract extension this offseason and have it not really be a big issue is the COVID salary cap. We don't know what the salary cap is going to rebound to in 2022. Uh, We know it was artificially low in 2020 and 2021. And, you know, the Bills having to re sign other players meant allocating their funds some other places. Now the contract projection that I wrote earlier this offseason only added three million dollars to the twenty twenty one salary cap. So there are ways to get that contract done with Josh Allen. Still get him the money that he wants, the guaranteed money that he wants, signing bonuses that he might want, but um you know kind of do the the cap gymnastics to get him more money you know in different you know ways to spread out the cap hit beyond the COVID. So, I mean, that, but that's a big reason. That's a, a major reason why you're seeing some teams being hesitant about extending their quarterbacks right now if they don't have to. And the Bills don't have to. So, now we get to the question of the actual dollars of it. And, you know, is, is the contract going to go way up if the Buffalo Bills don't sign Josh Allen this year. And it could go up. It, it, it probably will. Um, if, if the Browns sign Baker Mayfield to a new contract right before the season starts and then Lamar Jackson signs a few weeks later, now we're in the middle of October and the market has been recast. But it's not like Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson. Well, at least Lamar Jackson has an MVP in his you know back pocket that he can talk about. But those guys aren't going to be making you know, 44, $45 million per year probably. We we already talked about Deshaun Watson thirty nine million dollars a year, um, Dak Prescott forty million dollars a year with ninety five million guaranteed. Like one of those players is going to sign for a hundred million dollar guaranteed money. He's going to be the first player in NFL history with a hundred million dollars guaranteed. And it could be Mayfield, it could be Jackson, it could be Allen. I don't know, but they're going to sign a contract that's for like you know forty one million a year. million guaranteed. Then the next guy's going to come along and be like $42 million a year, $105 million guaranteed. And then, so if Allen is the third in that line and signs for, you know, $43 to $45 million a year, it's what, three, maybe $3 million a year more than he would sign a contract for now. And if he has an MVP season, is it going to go up to like 50? I just don't see how it can go up by multiple millions of dollars a year just because he has an MVP year this year. He's already proven that he can play at an MVP level. I don't see how it's going to go up by $8 million a year over the entire rest of the quarterback field. Like, I just don't see how it's going to be that way. So the Bills don't have an incentive to get it done this offseason. Josh Allen doesn't really have an incentive to get it done this offseason. The NFL, the Browns, and the Ravens don't really have an incentive to get it done this offseason. So I think that especially because of that shift in the CBA with the fifth-year option now being guaranteed when it wasn't before, it really disincentivizes players and teams coming to the table because they know that they still have two years of guaranteed money plus the franchise tag plus the franchise tag. Before it even gets messy. Now, Josh Allen famously said "ew" when the concept of the franchise tag was brought up to him by um, Kyle Brandt on his podcast earlier this offseason. But the Bills have four years of control of Josh Allen before it moves on. And like, uh, first of all, I don't think Josh Allen is going to become a headache. And I definitely don't think that the Bills are going to let it get to the point where they have to franchise tag Josh Allen. I want to be really clear about that. I just think that the Bills are going to do it next offseason. I think it's going to be like March of next off season before free agency starts, you'll see a Josh Allen contract extension, even a September one this year, or, you know, a December one this year makes more sense than doing it before training camp starts. But I still don't see the need for them to do it until next off season. And I certainly don't think that they're playing with fire if they don't sign him to a contract extension in the next six months. So, Hopefully, you can follow that. You can read pretty much the same argument over at rumblings.com if you are so inclined. Head on over. I'll put that in the show notes uh, for you to click through as well as my contract projection, the Mike Florio article, uh, the ew franchise tag comment. I'll put all of that into the show notes as well so you can check out all of that. Please send in your questions for our Ask Me Anything episode next week. Uh, do that sooner rather than later if you want your questions included in that show send in your questions for when we come back to our regularly scheduled bills shows as training camp kicks off in a couple weeks from now as well uh, so we'll have that training camp preview coming out um, the day the training camp report that they report to training camp on uh, july 27th two weeks from today uh, sending your questions buffalo rumlings at sbnation.com. That's our email address. You can uh, call or text 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumblings Q and A with the word and spelled out in the middle. Send us Facebook or Instagram instant messages, direct messages. Sorry, I showed my age there for a second. Uh, You can get in touch with the show lots of different ways. And um, I look forward to answering your questions moving forward into the actual Bills season and actually seeing people with footballs. Go Bills.